Welcome back to Hot Girl Grappling. Hi. I haven't been here in like two weeks. Well, I have been here because I'm in my bedroom, but you know what I mean. I haven't done the podcast. Um, hey. Yeah, sorry that I have been gone this past two weeks. I feel like every single episode of mine is now starting with like a disclaimer of sorry I haven't been here, but sorry I haven't been here. Um, and actually, I guess that's kind of what I'm going to talk about a little bit. This episode is that I have been having a really rough time with like my brain. Like, I don't know what's going on. It feels like I'm having these brain issues and it feels like physical. Like, it feels like I'm I'm having like, um, I don't know. It's like not just not able to focus but it's like almost like really intense brain fog but like it's it's like feels more intense than brain fog it's like I can feel it in my brain it's like this it's not necessarily cloudiness I just don't know what else to call it it's almost like this pressure it just feels like my head is like folding in on itself and it's really hard to think and like remember things I don't know um And if you do listen to this podcast, you probably already know by now that, like, things with my head are, like, my biggest fear um, because of what happened with my mom. Um, And if you don't listen to this podcast, uh, my mom, two years ago, died really suddenly of brain cancer. And it started with her having, like, um, the sign started with her having, like, mental issues in the sense of, like, not being able to remember things and not being able to really think well and... Yeah, so anytime I have anything like that, I start to really panic. And these past two weeks has been a lot of that. I wonder if it has anything to do with the concussion I had, if I came back to training too soon. Or honestly, part of me wonders if it has anything to do with Kratom. Because since the concussion, since I came back and I've been back to training, I've been drinking a lot of Kratom. Like I've been having it at least two times a week, but it's like a really concentrated amount. It'll be like a cup of Kratom tea, but like with Kratom act extract as well and this past week i've had like it like five times so i'm thinking maybe i'm gonna cool it with that kratom is like a drug that you could take in a bunch of different forms i usually have it with tea it's like a stimulant but also kind of like helps reduce anxiety um but for me it just kind of makes me like it's like a real big mood booster and it kind of helps me focus and gives me energy and it's really I mean I really loved it but I'm really worried that that's what's been affecting my brain so I think I need to take a little bit of a kratom break um yeah so hopefully that helps but it's it sucked because these past two weeks I've missed a lot of training I think last week I missed I think both last week and this week I've missed like three full days of training and that really sucks but one thing I think I am getting good at is not shooting myself with the second arrow that is a term that I have gotten from this podcast I listened to called Binchtopia where they talked about the concept of shooting yourself with the second arrow But, you know, it's something I've heard talked about before. And it pretty much essentially means when something happens that bothers you or upsets you, there's like the thing that initially upsets you, but then there's also everything that you attach with that, which is like the second arrow. 
So when I heard it being talked about, I heard it kind of being talked about in terms of like a breakup where she talked about how easy it is to start shooting yourself with the second arrow. So it's like you break up, you lose the person, this person isn't in your life. You have that grief about it. You have that upsetness about it, which, okay, makes sense. Like you're upset about what happened, but then you shoot yourself with the second arrow and the pain becomes not just that you lost this person not just the breakup but it becomes oh i'm unlovable oh there's something wrong with me i wasn't able to make this work i'm bad at picking men i or whatever all these things that you attach with it that that's not what happened what happened is there there was a breakup and i feel like in my case the second arrow would be oh i missed three days of training i I'm never going to make it in the sport. I'm too lazy. I don't have it in me. I'm never going to get my mental issues solved. Uh, I don't deserve to win things. Look, I've I missed these days. Like that would be the second arrow. And I think I used to do that a lot where I would miss a day of training and I'd be like, oh my God, like I don't deserve to win. I don't work hard enough. I don't have it in me to be a champion and all these things that I would... um tag onto me missing training and I think that in realizing the concept of shooting yourself with the second arrow I've gotten a lot better at avoiding doing it so these past two weeks each week I've missed three days of training and I mean it does suck because of that I've missed three days of training but that's it and that's all I'm attaching to it I missed three days of training all that means is I missed three days of training and that sucks for the fact that those are three days I didn't train, but I'm not attaching anything else to it. I'm not saying, oh, it sucks because that means that I'm lazy and oh, that sucks. Like I, I suck for that or whatever. Like I'm never going to be able to be consistent. Like I'm not attaching that stuff to it. And I think that the more you practice doing this, the better you get at it and the less you attach to things that bother you. And then because a lot of things that bother you, they bother you, you accept they bother you, you feel sad about it, and then it kind of, the sadness, the emotion moves through you, and then you move on. But when you shoot yourself with a second arrow, it makes it so much harder to just move on, have the sadness go through you and move on, because now you're attaching like character traits to yourself because of what happened you know and then I think when you do that it also makes you more likely to act like that so if you miss days of training and then you're like oh I'm lazy I'm never going to be a champion then you think you're lazy then you're never going to be a champion and you're more likely to act in ways that confirm those self views so yeah I just think that this idea of like being upset about what it is that happened but not attaching all the extra guilt and all the extra negative thoughts that come with that really helps and now I'm like okay yeah I missed those days because you know I, there would be times where I miss where I miss a training day and I'd be like oh my god I'm gonna forget everything I know and then but you know like when I think about it I've missed a bunch of days of training. Have I been forgetting everything I know? No. I've actually been able to retain things like very, very well these past two weeks. Um, I don't know what that's about, actually. That kind of rocks. I'm just kind of hoping to, um, yeah, enjoy that while that's 
lasting because it's weird because I have been having these issues with my brain, but I've been able to retain things really relatively well when it comes to jujitsu. So that's kind of slay town. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mental issues, you want to hear something funny? So I was in the car with my boyfriend and I don't know how it came up. But he said something about like whippets. And I realized I never knew what whippets were. So I was like, because you know, like you hear like whippets. I'm like, I don't actually know what that is. So I asked him and I was like, oh, like what even is that? And he said, oh, it's when you get high from like the air in a whipped cream can. And I said, what? And he's like, yeah, it's like when you get high from, you know, the air in like a whipped cream can. I said, wait, are you serious? <laughs> I used to do that all the time. And he said, what? And I said, yeah, when I was like 13. He said, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, my friend, I, when I was like, really, yeah, when I was like 13, he'd say that you can get kind of high from the air in a whipped cream can. But I didn't really think much. I didn't even really, I like half believed him. I mean, I would do it. I wouldn't really feel that much. And he was like, oh my God, that's like one of the things that, absolutely annihilates your brain cells and i was like i didn't know i didn't even know that's what whippets were i didn't even even to this but before he said that i i that memory was like so in the back of my brain and if i would have thought about that i would have been like oh yeah like whatever i felt the little i felt was probably like placebo effect that was kind of bullshit i think and even at the time i like barely even believed my friend when he said that but i was like oh my god and it made me wonder, like, how much of my mental issues are just from me doing whippets in the 7-Eleven parking lot when I was 13? And I guess we'll never know. But holy shit. And, you know, it's funny because, all right, this is going to seem like a sharp pivot, but it relates. So in the kids class at my gym, they play this game called Bulldog. And it's like someone... Well, the coach, whoever's teaching the class, pretends to be a bulldog and gets on um, all fours and like chases the kids around and tries to tag them. And then once you get tagged, you become the bulldog as well. And then like eventually, you know, everyone gets tagged. And I one time subbed in and played bulldog like as the bulldog you know and these and i was telling my friend about this i was like i was the bulldog for a day and these fucking cheaters i would tag them and they would not they wouldn't go out i was like wow these little fucking these sneaky little sneaks and my friend asked me if it was during the class of and he said like two different age ranges it was like something like oh was it during the four to nine-year-old class or the nine-year-old to 13-year-old class but the second age group it capped out at 13 right 13 year old class i said 13 i was like there's a nine to 13 year old class how are you at your big 13 year olds playing bulldog and they were like, yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? When I was 13, I was getting blackout drunk in a field. I was smoking weed in my friend's garage and apparently doing whippets in the 7-Eleven parking lot. Like 13 years old playing bulldog. What are you talking about? Then everyone looked at me like I was crazy. But I feel like that was like semi-normal for where I grew up. So 
I guess let me know at what age you guys started doing whippets. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, I guess let me know what your 13 year old experience was like. Like, were you guys, do you think that it would have been felt normal for you guys to be 13 and playing a game where your coach pretends to be a bulldog and like chases after you? Not me. God, I really hope my brain is okay, though. Or as okay as it can be, given the information about <laughs> my teenagehood I just told you. But, <coughs> yeah, I really hope that the Kratom isn't, like, fucking me up. I think I'm going to stop using it for, like, a week or two and see how I feel. Um, Maybe I just need to reduce the dose that I take. Because I think that I'm taking, like, an, like an insanely high dose yeah but it's so nice i was literally and this sounds so like i sound like such a druggie but like i feel like it was such a nice like thing like it was such like a light in my life to be able to do kratom and just get really high and feel great and I feel like I never really, yeah, I've never been like a drugs girl. And I really, really liked Kratom. And I'm so sad to stop using it because it brought me so much joy. It really did, I swear. It put me in the best mood. And it was so much easier to train when I'm on Kratom. So it's a sad day. It's a sad day. I think I'm going to make an appointment with the neurologist and I don't know. See what they say. It just I feel like every time I have something wrong with my head, I like freak out and think of what it's I. But like, I don't know. What if this is the time? And then I did. I've been doing a little bit of reading on Kratom for the first time, really, since I started taking it. And some of the websites say it can cause neurological bad side effects, like seizures. And now I'm just sitting here, like, freaking out, thinking I could have a seizure at any moment. So that's fun. Um, yeah, you know, I thought I would be talking for longer. I thought, like... My plan for this episode was just to kind of talk about the concept of like the second arrow. And I thought that that would take longer, but I guess there's really not that much more to say about it. I thought this was going to be kind of a longer podcast today, but I think it's actually going to be an incredibly short podcast. I'm sorry. I thought I would have more to talk about. But yeah, I guess the takeaway from this is if you're thinking about doing Kratom, Maybe don't. I don't know. And also, don't shoot yourself with the second arrow. If something upsetting happens, all that means is that that upsetting thing happens. And you don't have to attach anything else to it. Be upset about the thing. Let yourself be upset about the thing. And let yourself let it go. And that's pretty much it for this episode. Wow. Yeah, I thought this was going to be longer. All right. Well, as always, you can email me at hotgirlgrappling at gmail.com or you can DM me at hotgirlgrappling on Instagram. I would love to hear from you guys. 
and, you know, tell me a story. Tell me your thoughts on an episode. Or you can request a topic for an episode. Or you can just say hi. I don't know. I I get DMs from you guys sometimes and I really enjoy it. Like whenever I get a DM from someone who listens to this podcast, I really love to hear what you have to say or what you like related to. It's really nice. So, yeah. Okay. Live, laugh, love. Bye. You are now exiting hot girl grappling.